Hey, brother. Hey, sister. This is weird. This is very weird. I mean, it's not our first ever conversation in person, but it's our first recorded conversation in person. Oh, that we know of. Yeah, that one. Well, you don't know. Maybe I record all the conversations we have. I think that's probably. Is that illegal in Oklahoma without the consent? I don't care. They're not going to catch me. <laughs> Who's they? <laughs> the FBI. Oh, the OSBI. Hmm. Seems like you're really not concerned. <laughs> Um, so I'm really tired and I have a story why. Uh, okay. I woke up at seven this morning. Which, seven AM? Seven AM on a Saturday, not my thing. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm a nine fifteen and I'm feeling pretty good. Uh-huh. I'm I'm worried. Did someone call you saying they needed I had to call someone. Here's why. I received um an unemployment payment this week. Uh Yes, your face says it all. I am actually employed and thus did not apply for unemployment. Hmm. However, someone did for me. Very kind and fraudulent. Yeah, that sounds illegal. Yeah. So I had to call the unemployment office and say, hello, I got this letter and I thought, well, maybe it's nothing. But it had the name of my previous employer and it had some amounts on there. And I was like, that feels concerning. And then the next day I got a card with, I don't know, probably some money on it. I didn't spend it. Interesting. Wait, hold on. A card? Like a Visa prepaid? Like a prepaid debit card. Is that how they send out unemployment? Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. And it, like the, when I typed in my social security number, which now, I mean, this has made me suspicious of everything. I'm like, is this number real? So I didn't call the number on the paper because I was like, that, I mean, right. that could be a scam. Never call the number on the paper. I n- never call the number on the paper. So I Googled it. Turns out same number mm-hmm. um, on a .gov website. So I was like, okay, this feels legit. Yep. Because it's like, you don't know who's scamming you. Is it the people applying or is it the people sitting? Right. I mean, Someone's scamming. Someone somewhere. So um, called the number and was just like, I had to type in my social security number, which is just kidding. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I mean, my ID has already been stolen, but uh-huh, let's uh-huh. not make this easier for you. <laughs> um, and so basically like the recording guy was like, you've already applied for all of the possible weeks for unemployment. And I was like, Oh, oh shoot. no, they weren't messing around, but something went awry somewhere because it came to me. Yeah. That was supposed to go to somebody else. So, wow. Basically all they said was cool. Let me give you this email address and you just email them. Man, the scammers are at it big time. I heard that in, you know, pandemics in dramatic times, they didn't say dramatic times, but in things like this, they come out of the woodwork. You should talk to Evan about that. Evan also got a, a letter. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if he got paid. An unemployment letter? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll and talk he, to him. And he called his boss and he was like, uh, is there something I don't know? Oh, from his current employer? Yes. Oh, no, mine's from my past. <laughs> That's pretty funny. My current <laughs> employer isn't even on there. So these... Hackers, they're not hackers, but you know what I mean. Yeah, scammers. Kind of dum-dums. Weird. I mean, yeah, I don't know how they expected to get it from you. I know. Were they going to, like, was it mailed to you? Yeah. Maybe they were going to pick it up from your mailbox. Maybe. Crap, my Target order is sitting on my porch. Do you think they're going to take my swimsuit? Yes, they are. Oh, (laughs) no, and they're going to look so good and cute. But, you know, joke's on them because my roommate knows what time the mail comes and she's working from home, so she is out there within minutes because what else is there to do? That's like the highlight of her day. Interesting. Um, First of all, why why 7 a.m.? Did, did the unemployment office call at 7 a.m. and say, here's your money? Well, I called yesterday at like 
8 p.m. when I got home and got my mail and saw that I had the, because the on day one, I was like, well, that's just weird, but I'll just ignore it. But when I got the payment, I was like, okay, no, now it's a concern. So I called and they were like, our hours are seven to one, seven to seven, Monday through Friday, seven to one on Saturday. And so I was like, cause you know, like thousands of people are applying for unemployment. So I knew there was gonna be a long line. So I thought, oh, I'll be the first one. Well, it turns out they don't open till eight, <laughs> but it was still like my, I had no wait time, less than a minute. Okay. They were completely unhelpful when I got to them. Oh, that's too bad. Because they just said, here's, send an email. And I was like, okay, could have yeah. done that last night. Right, but. right, right. That's easy. Uh, that's funny. There's, a, I have a friend who filed for unemployment like six weeks ago or something and just went on uh, on the news because he hasn't gotten hasn't uh, heard anything from them yet. See, this makes me feel so guilty. I'm like, I'm just walking around with this card that I don't. I don't need it because I'm employed and all these You should people... send him your money. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like that's not okay because then I feel like I'm fraudulent. Yeah. How's that going to work for your taxes too? Like, I don't know how it works for anything. Like I'm so nervous about, I'm like, what does this mean? My credit score is great. Hopefully, you know, things don't, I like. Your I love debt score. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know what all steps this is going to require of me. Hmm. I'm a little nervous. Well, I'm sorry. That's a headache. So that's the excitement that's in my life. Well, that's very exciting. And whoever else's life is impo- impersonating my life. Interesting. How does how could this possibly be working? I guess it maybe the, the do they know where you live? If they know where you live and where you worked, I guess they could do. I that. don't know, but but the interesting thing is, without giving too much, the name that they use for my previous employer, it's not the exact. I mean, the first word is the same, but the second word is different, hmm. and it's like I. It's not the name that they put on our taxes or like that they were like, that's not their business name. Hmm. So I have no idea, but I want all the information, especially how much of a problem is this going to (laughs) be? Well, and I mean, it's their, it's their problem, right? You didn't do anything. Absolutely. They just sent you money. Yes. So it's not like you're going to have to. A pay extra or no i shouldn't Ooh, don't because that maybe that's the scam <laughs> maybe the scam is oh um okay you just you can spend those cards and send us a thousand dollars and then those cards run out and then now you owe you over a thousand dollars see i'm suspicious of everything now this yeah. is multi-layer scam don't just don't give anyone bank account information okay or or uh anything else okay great <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we'll see i mean you know people People are crazy. Okay, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Have you ever had a friend crush? Say more. Um, okay, so like you, a crush is when you like somebody and you want to date them or you want to kiss them <laughs> or you want them to hold your hand or whatever. <laughs> Have you ever had one of those? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> a friend crush is where you want to be friends with somebody. Oh. Okay. You're just like, that person, oh, wow, mm. is great, and I would like to be friends with that person. For sure. Is this a thing that happens to you often? Not incredibly often, no. I'm trying to think of the last person. There's one lady that comes to mind, and she went to church. We went to church together, and she was a little bit older, but it was like, I like so much felt compelled that we should be friends and could be great friends that I think I said out loud, like... I really think we need to be friends. Like, I think you and I would get, like... How'd that go? Are you best friends? No. (laughs) No, but I think, you know, she was probably flattered in the moment. I guess she didn't reciprocate the feelings. So were you rejected then? No, I think it was... I don't know. (laughs) 
Maybe she didn't think you were serious about it. And I'm trying you to should think, have pushed harder. And I'm also trying to think, was I even serious? Because it's one of those things where like, man, I just think you're awesome and you're really cool. But like, you know, we're just, she's got like teenage kids and I definitely, I'm still pretty much a teenager. Um, and so, yeah, maybe it was never going to happen, but, but still a lovely sentiment of, oh, I just think we could be great friends and I think you're so fun and interesting. So let's be friends. Yeah, I have a friend crush right now. Currently? Uh, currently. Hold on. Okay, that seems really hard because you haven't really seen anybody. Uh, I guess you don't have to see them. Facebook exists. Didn't you know this? You want to be friends with someone based on their Facebook? No, I've met I've met the guy. I'm crushing very hard on this guy. I want to be friend, friend, friend crushing very hard on this guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I would like to be friends with him. I've met him like three times and every time it, it was very impressive. Okay, now wait. I feel like you can only meet somebody one time. Okay. <laughs> um, I've talked to him. I met him one. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, right? Because otherwise, it's just like you can meet with someone. Re-meeting. Okay, sure. I've met with him, but they weren't really meetings. Okay, sure. I've You've I've been around. Spent him. time with him three times, <laughs> maybe. Okay. Do I know this person? No. Okay. Well, then that's exciting. So what qualities do you look for in a friend crush? Um, it's the thing that I've been reading a lot. Uh, John Maxwell talks about a lot. I'm sorry. I'll keep mentioning John Maxwell. Yeah. He's so good. Um, about Wait. If you had a boy, would you name him John Maxwell Atkinson? No. Okay. Uh, but he talks like about who you're around and your friends. There, there was a quote that I highlighted the other day that was uh, he was quoting someone else, and the person said, "All my friends said I wouldn't well, would never be a good public speaker, so I did something about it. I got new friends." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like who you're around mm. determines how you act and who you are and what you do. And so this guy has, I think he has a doctorate. It might just be a master's degree. I'm pretty sure he has a doctorate, and he has. Uh, a job that is uh, prestigious and cool and... Both prestigious and cool? Uh, okay, prestigious and what I would consider cool, but probably not others would consider cool. Mm-hmm. And he is in... He's He knows more about my field. He knows more about music than I do, which mm-hmm. is... It's cool. I want to I learn from somebody else. I mean, it's almost... I almost kind of want to uh, say, hey, will you be my mentor? But he's not that much older than me, so it'd be very awkward. I don't know. I don't think that's awkward because I think I actually don't know that your intentions are friendship. No, they are because I would also just like to be the guy's friend because he's the when we talked, he was cool and he was funny and it was I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. I don't know what to do about it because because we don't run in the same circles. I would have to send him a Facebook message out of the blue saying, like, I, what would I say? You want to play chess sometimes? Okay. Well, that feels like a weird opening, but. Before that, I was tracking. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how he can't read your mind. He'll never know. He may be thinking about the, the same thing about you. He may not be, but maybe he would be after your first friend date. Well, here's the problem. When I uh, when I used to have uh, crushes, like n- non-friend crushes. Romantic crushes. Romantic crushes. I would get nervous and all of a sudden be awkward in front of the person. And I think that would happen in front of a friend crush, too. And that's okay. It makes you feel alive. I think you should. But makes me. Okay. I think you should do it. I think you should message him. And okay. Here's what I worry about is so, okay. It's like this. When you have a crush on a person, when you go from 
a crush to when it's actual love. Here's how what that what that looks like in my mind. Not that you and this guy are gonna fall in love, <laughs> but it's not. like when you have a crush on somebody, you're like, oh my gosh, they're perfect. Like mm. they smell great. There's nothing wrong with them. They're so smart. Infatuation. And, absolutely. So I have friend fatuation. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you go on a friend diet. <laughs> um, but then it's like once you hit the point of love, you absolutely see all their flaws, but you just choose to love them. Love is an action. <laughs> yes. Love is an open door. <laughs> it. That so I just worry I don't worry about the friend crush because I think you guys could hang out and maybe have great friend chemistry, chemistry. <laughs> what it is. Um, but then, you know, would it come to a point where you're like, oh, he's actually not perfect and he's not as good as I thought. He's not as smart as I thought. He's not funny enough for me. He doesn't read enough John Maxwell. And so we're falling out of friend crash. <sighs> I'm sorry that I broke you up before you even got together. No, it helps because now I'm not as intimate. Like, because yes, the guy seems like a great person and it's a little, it's a little for intimidating, <laughs> but now I understand that maybe. Maybe maybe it'll be great. Maybe it'll be fine. Maybe he thinks the same thing of me. Probably not. But even if not, he maybe he will. Yeah, because if I if what happens is if I say, hey, you want what even like right now it's coronavirus times. I can't just say, hey, you want to go grab some coffee. Right, and so I think that's also the weird part. It would be really creepy if you were like, hey, in two months, do you want to get together? <laughs> hey, do you have a mask? And it would also be weird just to say, hey, how's it going? So I think you are going to have to wait. Right. But also, then I'm like, what if he dies? Uh, I mean, if he dies. <laughs> He's the one he got away. Then it's fine. I mean. It... Oh, it's not fine. <laughs> okay, well. I'm not saying, great, I'm glad he's dead. But I'm saying, if he dies, then if we were friends, he, I would have had to deal with a Less really close pain. friend dying. No okay, sure. I mean, here's the deal. There's millions of people that die every minute like okay. since we started Truly. since we started recording there's been there's been millions of people that have died oh and i were gonna feel sad about each one of those i at one point in my life i did and i got over that real quick so now i only really feel sad about the people i know that die okay so if you died now not as big a deal <laughs> to you so maybe maybe i should wait till the coronavirus thing is over because he might get it <laughs> and then <laughs> I'll see if he survives, and okay. then we can be friends. I think that's a good test. <laughs> okay, but I hope he knows, and I hope he's being safe and careful. I hope he's sanitizing his hands, wearing his mask, so that he can get a new friend on the other side. Of this. <laughs> what? <laughs> but what is the opening line? Like, I think it is, "Hey, man, I know we don't know each other too well, but you seem really cool. You seem like we have a lot in common." Do you want to grab coffee with me sometime? Okay. I mean, write that down verbatim. That's good and not creepy and not like. Okay. Fortunately, I have it recorded. <laughs> what about, uh, what, okay. What do you think is the difference between asking to be a friend and asking to be a mentee? Should I, should I seek him out as a mentor? 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 <laughs> mentor? Mentorship? Mentorship? You should definitely say mentor a lot when you talk to him. So Mentor. <laughs> Minter? <laughs> Minter. <laughs> Do you want to eat different mints together? <laughs> Do you want to be a minter where we make US dollars? Well, here's I uh, yeah, okay. You and I have opposing views on friendship. Maybe not opposing, but definitely differing of like I feel like at this point, at this stage in your life, you don't want anything that doesn't have a purpose anywhere near you. Like you're just 
driven and you've got a goal and you color code your minutes, whatever. And so I feel like I don't know that you actually do want a friend. Uh, no, I do want friends. Like I, uh, I am. We mentioned Evan a lot in this. Podcast. I mean, also he's the only person I am allowed to physically see during. The, and the also, last he's the only person months. we know who listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> so Evan is uh, one of my best friends. Probably, I would say my best friend. Uh, and we're not everything we do together has a purpose, and that's fine. We we play Halo together, and we do absolutely nothing important while we're playing Halo, except for some rest and relaxation and growing our friendship. So. I don't have a problem doing. I, I think I think it's important that you have that you have planned time to do that. that that's not your entire life is growing your friendship and, and playing Halo. But yeah, I'm okay with. So are you okay with another one of those? Yeah, absolutely. Well, then I think just friends. I think you can still. It can lead to you having conversations where you do learn something, but that doesn't necessarily have to be Plan A. It doesn't have to be the intention or the goal of the friendship. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's where my friendships are going to lead anyway. I'm going to talk about important things with every single person I talk to for more than five minutes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it happens with you. It happens with Evan. It happens with everybody. I'm sorry, everybody that has to deal with me. (laughs) Wow. Okay, maybe we should talk about our differing views on friendship. Okay. How do you perceive our our views are different? Well, that's the problem is I don't remember, but I just... Well, for for one, you can't handle slash can't stand slash are not interested at all in a long distance friendship. Correct. And I have quite a few long distance friendships. I, okay, yeah. So let's talk about long distance. Why a long distance friend? Because well, I live here and they live there. Yeah, but there's a person named Jim that lives in uh, Sacramento. Why aren't you friends with Jim in Sacramento? <laughs> I'm open, Jim, if you're listening, I'm open to a friendship. (laughs) Well, because I don't know Jim. These people, I have shared experiences. I have shared history. I have common values, common uh, humor, common just we have a lot of things that are similar about us. And I don't want to give those things up. Hmm. There are people who, and maybe it, it goes back to the last time we talked, where you don't think... 2005 West is the same West. No, not at all. But I'm like, I know 2005 Hillary. She's the same me. And those people know 2005 Hillary, but they also know 2020 Hillary, which is really crazy to think they've known me for that long. But there's something to that, right? Friends who can, who know um, my tendencies and they know my strengths and, you know, kind of know all the things between then and now. Okay, I mean, sure, I'm I'm with you there. I think a lot. If you have no other friends, a long distance friend <laughs> will if work. If the last resort, if, <laughs> if everyone on earth died except for everyone okay, away from well, you. Well, let's say someone said, Hillary, you had to have one friend. Would you choose a person that you could hang out with physically? Uh, I just got All so the- <laughs> sad. Oh my gosh, I feel hopeless <laughs> because you- I also. Okay, we could also talk about this, but I think a best friend is a tier. It's not one person. Like, I think I have a level of friendship that are my, like, best I mean, friendships. But the definition of the word best says that's not true. This is, that is true. What should I say instead? Top friends. <laughs> like on MySpace or? Yes, or the. When we started Facebook. Or the phone thing. Oh, yeah. Favorites. My fave five. 
<laughs> Wait, that's something else. So, yeah, that's a little different. Um, okay, but what if, I mean, what if it is like Aaron is my best friend for when I want to laugh. Re is my best friend for when I need to do this. This person is my best friend for when I want that. Okay, yeah. Um, so my problem is I can't handle that many friends. <laughs> like I want to know uh, my my best friend's a birthday and uh, their parents' birthdays, and you want to know their parents' birthdays. Yeah, this works out for you and me because you know my parents' birthdays because they're your parents' birthdays. Yes, are you trying to say that we should be your best friends? I'm trying to say, <laughs> don't you think we are? Yes, you're. It doesn't count. Um, <laughs> it does count. You're in the tier. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, you're outside of the friend category because you're. I mean, you're my sister. But remember where I said, "Hey, sister." I do remember. We'll talk. Hold on. Let's get back to our relationship later. <laughs> okay. Um, but friendships, I You can only handle so many. Right. I want to know what their favorite food is and their least favorite food is. I want to know what their favorite kind of music is. I want to know where they went to high school and what they did. And I want to know everything. Um, and I, my brain, I, I can remember like uh, every king of England, but I can't remember the birthday of more than like four people. Can't or won't? I okay. I I recently made a spreadsheet where I intended to write down all the facts about all my friends that I want to remember. Oh, is that, is that nerdy? Should I not admit it that? Is so weird. <laughs> I'm kind of weird. <laughs> so weird. But I want to remember these things. And, and I knew that you were weird, but I just if I'm you want to remember things, you write them down. Sure, but, but oh my gosh! But it's like a birthday you can put in a calendar app. Yes, I've I mean done Facebook that. has all my friends' birthdays. Okay, true, but but I like set a reminder for like a week before. So if I'm sending them a gift or whatever, then I'll be dinged a week before. I mean, I can tell you like generally when people's birthdays are. But like if okay, if Liz is talking about if she says oh, and then she says a person's name, it has uh, is sick, and I'm worried. I'm I, and then everyone else is like oh that person is blank to Liz, and I'm like I don't know who that is. Like I, I would like to know okay. everybody's everything, and because my brain doesn't remember or pick up on these things, I have to write them down. That's interesting. I want to be a good friend because yeah, I, I think I'm just good at that naturally. Here's a, I think the difference. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I went to a conference on small groups in the church, and he talked about hard data versus soft data, and hard data is like obviously. Numbers, facts, things like that. Soft data is like details about people. And so he was basically saying you have to care about the soft data in your leaders and things like that in order for your hard data to improve or get better or whatever. And so is it true that you're good at hard data, like facts and yes. numbers? And yes. Naturally. Yes. And I'm good naturally at soft data. Yeah. I'm, like Patty and Eddie, Aaron's Evan's parents. I forgot his name. That was part of that. Was, like, I don't know what Evan's parents' names are. Well, there they are. I know what they look like, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> I know where they live. I could find their house. <laughs> I drove by it yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. I'm not good at that. I'm, I'm very bad at that. So I think, I think it just doesn't come naturally to you. And so I appreciate the effort that you put forth. The spreadsheet's a little dorky. I feel like a note in your phone would be less weird but sure. i used to be afraid to be dorky but now i've embraced it hey if it's effective go for it if it works i don't care what people think <laughs> um i read a book this week that says people who say they don't care what people think 
well, they shouldn't say that, and they shouldn't think that. Okay, well, let's write this down and talk about it later. Okay. Should I care what people think? Um, so I I don't know how many best friends I can handle or need. Yeah. Like, I want, uh, like Evan, I would like him to, if I am having a bad day, Evan can be the one to say, hey, man, you having a bad day? Or if I need my gate to be fixed, which I do, hint Evan, um, I need him to come help me <laughs> put it up. Or if, like, if you have a best friend for every need, like if you need to drink some coffee, oh, I'm going to go with this best friend. And <laughs> if you need to go to the beach, well, I'm going to go with this best friend to the beach. And I can't, I don't, I, I'm like, uh, I, I guess I feel, I guess I feel kind of embarrassed that I don't know the person well enough or I, I don't know the things enough and that's I don't. It's interesting that that's the feeling that you get is embarrassment. Yeah. And maybe shame. We've, we've talked about that. I was, I was thinking shame, but I was going to let you say it if that, because I don't know, you may not feel it. Uh, but oh, yeah. Do they know th- these things about you? But I don't know. No, it's embarrassing. What? Oh, not- oh, do they know that uh, my parents' names? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's is not, that not embarrassing? Has that ever happened to you, where someone goes, "Oh, hey, Hillary, how's uh, how's your mom doing? How's Trina?" Because uh, and I heard that she was blah blah blah, and then you're just like, "What? Who are you?" I can think of one time. One time, this happens to me daily. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like at my church, uh, Beth. I've been going there longer than Beth because I played there for, before Beth uh, came there, and. Within a month, she knew people. I had no idea who they were. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, you don't know that person is related to that person. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah, you don't even know some of our own family members. No, I don't. And that, so what I think I'm hearing, what I think I'm learning is that it's not because you don't want to. It's that because you can't. Um. I Okay, so another thing is I don't want to with some people because I know that my, my brain capacity is limited. Like if I remember... If I remember the parents' names of a hundred friends, then I, then I that's all I can ever remember for the rest of my life, and I'm, I'm gonna forget everything else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. So, like with some people, it's like I'm I'm going to purposely choose to not remember. So you have to trade out yeah. things in your brain. So you say, well, Evan, it's your parents, or the King of England in fourteen. No, 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 no. It's it's Evan. It's your parents, or Forrest, your parents. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to remember one of them. Do you know their names? Ed and Brenda. Hey, good. Yeah, that was. It was in there already. <laughs> it was grandfathered in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I and I also like why need that many best friends? I but, guess. But also, friendship is not facts. It's not reciting things back to each other. It's not when someone says, "Hey, how's your mom, Trina?" and I say, "Oh, good. How's your mom, Janet?" That's not what friendship. Well, no, is. but it's like, "Oh, good. How's the ice skating lessons you were taking, or whatever you're supposed to remember?" About. <laughs> I would never be friends with anybody <laughs> who takes ice skating lessons. That is very rude. <laughs> hate ice skating with a passion but do, wait do your friends have to like have to every dislike single things that you yes they, I, ice skating has to be on their list like it's on my list <laughs> yeah but I, I think it's good to remember that about friends right and it for me it's embarrassing when i don't but I, I mean there's something to this idea of just knowing someone and so if someone right that you want you want people to know you well know you fully and if they know that and they know that you just can't remember their parents names they should show grace toward that and say that's all right i know he cares because he says how are how's your mom yeah yeah i could work on that 
what about their personality, like things they're going through and how do I, like, do you help different friends differently? Cause you know, their background and you know, their personality and things like that. Yeah. I don't know that I would be able to do that. I don't know. Maybe because of your Enneagram teaching, I have a better idea of things like that. Well, thank you. Yeah. Part of it. I mean, I have friends who, yeah, like one struggles with this one thing and she will struggle with it over and over and over again. And so those are, that's the area I have to encourage her in. Um, but then I have other friends who are walking through different things and I in general kind of know, I know like on the radar where they are and do you ever drop a friend? Oh, I, I'm currently trying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not taking. <laughs> Interesting. Do you, how often do you drop friends? Do y'all, do you ever drop a best friend? Oh, or are they best friends for life? You know, that's interesting. So my best friend from high school, BFFs. she's still, she's in the tier still, but she's, it's kind of ceremonial. Right. You know, it's like a country where there's like a king, but then right. somebody else actually runs the country. Right. So that I have that situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like at certain times you're, I'm closer to certain people. And so there's a friend who I was close with, much closer with at one point, And now I'm like, you know. We could just be, there's only been a couple though in my life that have been like, okay, I'm kind of done with you. Don't you, I mean, isn't there, do you feel like you rise or lower yourself to your friends' levels? Like if you have friends that are uh, on top of things and friends that are reading and friends that are uh, becoming better people, that you become a better person. Uh, and then if you have friends that are not becoming better people and they're stagnant and they're staying where they always were and they're um they're entrenched in their bad habits that you also let yourself become entrenched in your bad habits and it makes you worse overall i would say barely <laughs> cuz i i mean same with anything right same with my job if i'm motivated by something externally if i'm motivated by like you know a raise or an extra day off or a starbucks gift card or whatever that those only come so often, but if I find the motivation internally, then it's up to me. And so if I want to get better and I want to read more and exercise more and do social justice work, whatever, that that's up to me. But isn't there, I think there's a subconscious thing about it, that if the people around you are, are being better and making you want to be better, then, then you will subcon. It's not like you consciously go, oh, <laughs> she is uh, doing, you know, helping the orphans, and I want to help orphans too because of her. But it's more like uh, if everyone else, I don't know. I feel like you you let your you allow yourself to fall into bad habits if everyone else around you is falling into bad habits. So I think okay, a couple of things I'm thinking. One is I think social media has changed the game a little bit in that. It's not necessarily just your friends, but it's just people you follow. So it may be your friends, but like on Instagram, I follow people who don't know me. Mm -hmm. So some of it is like, well, what, are, like, you know, I see what they're doing and do I want to do that? Do mm -hmm. I want to, whatever. And so I don't think it just has to be friends. Uh, they call them influencers for a reason because I think they can also have an impact on what I think and do. Um, but sure, I'll say like when our friends are <laughs> trying to eat more healthy and, lose weight and work out and stuff. It changes our gatherings. It changes where we get together. It changes what we eat when we're there, how long we're there. I mean, yeah. Does it change your mindset at all? Um, I definitely see it for me. It, it will personally influence me. If the people around me 
are are doing better things, I will naturally want to do better things. Uh, you know, I think it makes hmm. it easier if I'm already trying to do that. Definitely. But if I'm if I'm if I'm trying to do it on my own and nobody else is, then it's just a matter of willpower and like, okay, well, I'll just keep doing it anyway because it's something ooh, I want to do. Ooh, I heard a thing about willpower recently. John Maxwell? No. Maybe. Um, <laughs> willpower is, it's, there's like a tank. You, you get so much willpower. And the more that you have to, at one point you just run out and then you eat whatever you want and you, you know, I don't and you like, probably it's recharged daily or whatever. How do you get more back? You have to be very careful as to where you use it. So mm. if if you have cake sitting on your counter all the time, you have to use willpower every time you walk by. You just use a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there. All day long, you're using a little bit of willpower. And by the end of the day, you're like, whatever, I'm going to eat this stupid cake. But if you don't have the cake in front of you, you don't have to use the willpower not, to not eat it. That's good. Yeah. Because I'm thinking in the last couple of, well, the last week or so, I have pretty much been eating whatever I want. Where am I spending my willpower? Mm. I don't know. Is it on practicing uh, guitar? I'm going to look for it. No. Oh, no. No. Well, last time I heard you, you've, you've gotten much better. Thank you. I haven't done anything since then. Well, sometimes just coming back to you after a while, you you realize, oh. Cause same you, same you as You think writing. about the first time that you play it and you're like, oh, I'm so bad. And then you come back and you're like, wait, I'm not, I'm not that bad. I'm pretty good. Yeah. And then it makes you want to practice more. Well, and I think something that we talked about last time I played in front of you was like, when I when it's just me playing and singing, I my singing has to wait on my playing. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, right? But if other people are singing, they just keep going. They right. just need the key. And they're just gonna roll. And yeah. so Ella sang while I played, and it was like, oh, okay, I can take my time switching from exactly G to D or whatever. Yeah, there's there's little tricks. You got the tricks. Yeah, I'm getting there. I did. I will say this. Going back to I went back to the office. We're back two days a week. Because I am employed, unlike the state of Oklahoma things, um, that I felt really accomplished going back. I thought, okay, look at all the things I've done. Learned to play guitar, somewhat. Uh-huh. It had like an asterisk. If right. I was... no, you did learn to play guitar. Okay, sure. You yeah. can play guitar. Yeah, you're just not perfect yet. <laughs> True. Um, I did that. I read a lot of books. I did well. Include so I read, you know, like books books but then i also read a couple of books in the bible and did like kind of an in-depth study on those mm-hmm. and i haven't yet but i'm trying to perfect a chocolate chip cookie recipe which i feel like is just Wait, a, like you're perfect you're making your own no i'm using oh. somebody else's but trying to do it correctly <laughs> i don't know if i call that perfecting a chocolate uh, chip cookie recipe if you've seen the way i bake yes <laughs> <laughs> No, I can't make my own. I can't even make anybody else's. It's so hard. Oh, Baking such, is so you're hard. You're such a perfectionist. It's easy. It's just not always, it doesn't always turn out perfect. Oh, and then it is infuriating because you're like, why? I figured out the first time what I did. I only put half a stick of butter instead of half a cup, which is in fact a full stick of butter. Interesting. Okay. So no wonder they were a little dry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think I've ever had a problem baking a thing before. I... I okay. This has been a dream of mine that I want our friends. I guess it has to be in the part where we're not getting better and we're not. <laughs> we're not but I want us to have a bake off and just like get some teams and all bake the same thing or all bake different. I don't know. But I, there's just something fun about baking together and eating things. But I'm just. It's hard. Hmm. I like baking. It's fun. Well, I liked baking because then you could eat oh, sugary yeah. stuff at the end of it. Do you like cooking or baking better? 
Uh, because I... Oh, that's hard. I think because I like uh, the end product of cooking more, I would say cooking. I think people are surprised when they hear that I hate baking, like cooking. Because I am a, pre- a perfectionist, I'm like a precise person in everything. Right. And baking's very precise, whereas cooking, it's like, well, you can add... You know, half cup of oil or a quarter cup of oil and probably it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Baking is like, oh my God, if you add a fourth a cup of oil, we are doomed. <laughs> um, and so I think people are surprised, but maybe that's why I like baking. I mean, cooking because it gets me out of my But you know how to, but you're, you're good at adding a quarter <laughs> cup of oil instead of a half a cup of oil. Apparently not because I added a half cup of, I mean, a half a stick of butter. Well, and last night when I made them, I put everything in the wrong order. I was doing something else. I was talking on the phone or something. I was doing something else and I, I need 100% concentration on baking like it's like okay one and one quarter tablespoon of baking soda okay baking soda not powder baking soda not powder then you have to find the baking soda not powder then you have to find the teaspoon one teaspoon and then the little fourth teaspoon and then you have to get the right amount maybe it's the same thing as playing a guitar like you just have to do it a few times <laughs> how, how many times you you've always hated baking but is that because you never really did it maybe or or just every time it hasn't turned out right. Literally every, I mean. I mean, every time you play guitar at first, it hadn't turned out right. <laughs> One time I made pumpkin cookies, but they looked like chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> what did they taste like? Chewy pumpkin nuggets. <laughs> I mean, I guess I also I also have a very low uh, expectations. Not expectations, but like if it's got sugar and then it's tasty. Like, <laughs> I don't care how chewy something is. As long as I can swallow it. I've never had a, a cookie that went, oh, this is too chewy. Fascinating. Yeah. I want to, okay, so this is, this takes me back to the friendship conversation that we had. I had, <laughs> there were some friends when I was in college and I'm not, I, here's what I would say. I'm not friends with either of them anymore, but we're friendly. And there is something like that. It's like finding your old favorite coat in the closet and you put it on and it's like, that's still a good coat. Man, I loved, you know, when I wore that coat. I mean, that's hypothetical because I get rid of clothes really quickly. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but, like, just being able to text a friend, like, on Time Hop, if something comes up from seven years ago and just being able to say, hey, remember that night? That was so fun. Hope you're doing well. And then, you know, just keep passing. But anyway, two friends in college. And one of them worked at a restaurant where they had, like, brownies and cookies and stuff. And she used to bring one every night home to her friend or whatever, whenever they saw each other. But they had a different preference on cookies. One of them liked like really done, like well done cookie, the girl who worked at the restaurant. And the other girl liked really chewy, like kind of undone. And so the girl would always be like, oh, I brought you a cookie. Like, and I made sure to get the extra crispy one, like the well done. And the girl was like, thanks so much. <laughs> Never told her. Interesting. I, okay, so the, there's a discussion about bacon too. Do you bacon what, or yeah, bacon? Okay, not not, like, not not baking. Bacon, not not the you Oklahoma version of bacon. And bacon. <laughs> oh, she's just bacon. <laughs> no bacon. Bacon. Bake bacon. Yeah. Uh, the yeah the pig product. <laughs> Do you care if it's crispy or floppy? Yes, I care. I I mean, supposedly everyone has an opinion, and I think I realized today I like both. I don't care. <laughs> what what's your opinion? Okay, so if. If you have a bacon scale. Well, gosh, floppy would have to be one. Okay. And crispy is. Let's say um, uh, raw is one and burnt to raw. Every piece of it is black is 10. So mom likes that, obviously. I feel like that's too big of a scale. <laughs> I just want it to be from 
floppy to okay. extra crispy. Sure. I'm a four. You want it a little floppy, okay? Yes. I will. I don't it. want it stiff as a board, but I uh uh. If you give me some like, if it bends, I don't. I'm not interested in it. Yeah. If it's if it is uh, safe. According to the USDA, <laughs> or maybe even a little under that, I will be very happy safe to eat it. or near safe. <laughs> right? <laughs> and if it has a little bit of red on it, and, and most it's not completely black, then I'm fine with it. Like, I am all the way. The whole spectrum. Give me, the, give me some bacon. Would you... I would say you're a very opinionated person in general. Would you agree? The, mm, yes. But there's some things like bacon that you're unopinionated about um i have an opinion it is that all of them are acceptable (laughs) but which one is preferential i don't know i i think they're listen all fine there's a movie you need to watch called runaway bride where (laughs) julia roberts yeah she likes her eggs (laughs) in four different ways because she has four different eggs i've seen this thing okay i'm glad you know yeah do we need to have a runaway bride moment with the bacon uh Eggs. Let's talk about eggs. I okay. like my eggs sunny side up. Same. Because it looks great. And I have no other reasoning because really I like my eggs in every single way. Okay. Same. I like them fried. I like I them over easy. I thought you were going to keep going and I was I like say them so. over medium. Yes. I like them under medium. No. Over <laughs> hard. I like them fried in every way. Yes. Uh, Same. I like And I just say sunny side ham. up when, when someone makes me eggs because it's just like what. But I don't care. Same with like bacon and eggs. Just give me some bacon and eggs. Whatever. Well, that's easy. Dry Now, dry scrambled eggs I don't like. Literally, if you went to a restaurant and you were like, do you want bacon or sausage or how do you like your egg? And you're like, and literally, just whatever you bring me is fine. No, I've had to come up with a thing that I say. Well, they don't ask me how I want my bacon. Um, I've had to come up with a thing I say. Like I say, you sunny side you up. You do say sunny just side it look, Well, yeah, I don't just tell them. Because they don't know what to do with that information if I just say whatever. I, okay, but you, but if, if they messed it up, if they brought out. Over hard eggs or fried eggs. Oh, yeah, eggs I don't care. Or scrambled eggs. No, I don't send things back at all at restaurants. I feel the same way about eggs. I would eat them all. There's no kind of egg that I've had that I don't like. I haven't had a scotch egg. I'm a little curious. I've about not it. had a lot of kinds of eggs. Have had, you had a hard boiled egg? I've never had hard boiled egg. Man, that's a good snack right there. Is it? Yes. I have had a deviled egg. I have not had a Then you've had a hard boiled egg, just uh, oh. weirder. Oh, I have not had a poached egg. It's good. Okay. There's a YouTube video that we, uh, we watched recently that had. I think a hundred different ways to make an egg. Wow. And he's, they started like making ridiculous ones like George Foreman grill. Oh gosh. And they put one in foil in a fire. And but it's, I bet it's good. <laughs> a lot of different ways. To I would make eat it. that for sure. Yeah. I think I'd eat almost all of those ways to make an egg and there's zero points. So especially right now. That's right. That's I'm, why a hard boiled egg I might is, get eggs right now. It's a good snack. I think you should make some. Okay. Okay. So because we're in person, and we're in your home. Mm-hmm. There's, you probably have just these like scenes in your life that you just like pass by and you don't even think are special or you just, you know, you don't pay attention. Cause right now I'm looking at these three little coats hanging on <laughs> this little, in your little mud room. Mm-hmm. And they're just so small. And they're just so, I think I bought two of them and they're, <laughs> I think they're really cute. That's why mm-hmm. I like them. But they're just so little. And it's just like this portrait of these little girls who live here Mm -hmm. and so i heard something somewhere recently where basically the dad was 
he was like, you know, I love hanging out with my kids now, but I also love thinking about what they're going to be like in 20 years. And so I guess the thing I'm wondering, my question is like, what do you think about more? Do you think about where they are now or do you think about what, where they're going to be when they're older, what they're going to be? I would say the same thing as the dad that I do both of those things. Um, probably more I think about where they are now because uh, living in the present I think is the, the, the most enjoyable Crappy way to live. DM. Yeah, because if you live in the past, that's what I could have enjoyed earlier or I did enjoy earlier, but that doesn't help me. And if I just live in the future, then I'm looking forward to something that I'm going to enjoy. But you'll miss. I really enjoy my kids right now. So I there are very often moments where uh, my girl, like Charlie, will give me will say "Huggy," and I will close my eyes and I will try to remember this moment forever. Do you have because, to write it down? Um, I, no, I'm going to forget it. Is the problem? <laughs> I will. I will probably eventually remember that, that, that these things existed, but I don't know if I'll ever remember the exact one. Well, you'll remember this one because you talked about it on the recording. There you go. That's super sweet. And when I sit down and talk about, like, I taught Ella about Shakespeare the other day, and uh, just sitting there talking about that was a moment that I wanted to remember forever. And I have been going on walks with Nora recently and she asked me where wood came from. And it was like the most, I loved talking to her about all the things she wants to talk about. And so, yeah, I, I really am trying hard to treasure these moments because yeah, it's not going to happen again. If you talk about it more, do you think you'll cry? Oh, absolutely. Um, when they get older, like I'm, uh, little kids are, my little kids especially are cute and wonderful and I love them. <laughs> But they're not my favorite. Like, I'm way more excited to have adult kids. Uh, I like adults. I like hanging out with adults <laughs> and talking about deep, important things. And, uh, like, I can I can accomplish things with my with my kids. And, yeah. But uh, they need to be trained and they need to be taught and they need trained. to be. Yeah. You don't you don't train kids? Well, I guess you don't. No. Um, but, yeah, they do need to be trained. That's a, that's the best way. That's how. That's part of parenting, I think. To get them there to where you're, you'll like them when they're adults. Train, train up a child mm-hmm. in the way. I mean, and not just so I'll like them because that's not that big of a deal. That's also a given. That That's, yeah. Well, no. No, I'll love them as a given, but there's a chance I won't like my kids. But I, uh, uh, part of, I think, uh, my number one job possibly is to equip them to uh, to change the world for the positive, because I uh, there's only so many things that I can do, but three times as much stuff can get done through mm-hmm. their lives because there's three, and more than that because I can I can equip them even more than I was equipped when I was when I was sent out. So uh, yeah, exactly. And then they can equip others and have other kids and whatever, but. Uh, they can do things that I can never do because they're going to be alive in, hold on, what year is it? In 2140. Weird. They'll be alive. And I, wait, hold on, will they? 20, 21, maybe. They might be alive. And in 2140, there's like no chance that I'll be alive. Um, Well, not no chance. There's, I think there's a possibility that, that uh, life extension drug comes out. But yeah, so I think I think their future is more important than the, than their present. I, I think a lot of people a lot of people care way more about their six year old and say their six year old matters more than anyone any adult. And I say, not really, because adults can actually accomplish things, and six year olds uh, just need you to help them. Mm-hmm. But six year olds become twenty year olds, and 
30 year olds and 40 year olds. So that needing to needing you to help them thing. I mean, for a lot of people, that's it, right? That like they need to be needed by somebody. I think everyone needs to be needed by somebody. Do you feel like you need to be needed by somebody? You need someone to count on you? It's nice to have that. Maybe not to live. It's like that's that's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. The first time you take a kid home and you're like, if I don't feed this thing, it's going to die. Mm-hmm. That's scary. <laughs> and people don't always want that. Mm-hmm. But you want to, yeah, you want to be needed. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, you are. And it's, man, it'd be hard not to be. That'd be a sad day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't, uh, I think that's, I think that's a basic need. I, really, I don't think that's an advanced one. I think a lot of people don't have that or don't feel that. And so they want to have a kid so they can have that feeling. Mm. Which isn't the best reason to have a kid. True. Okay. I like that. So let's walk around thinking, how can we make people feel needed today? Let's do it. <laughs> I was thinking today, uh, reading a book. I'm not going to say who by. <laughs> um, that... <laughs> Talking about um, your calling, your calling versus your dream and your calling is what uh, you have to do. So Mm. I was thinking, what is exactly my calling? I think a part of it is making others feel loved. I think that's a big part of what I need to do, what I have to do. Like it's not just a thing that's like, oh, I could do this or this would be a good thing or I have a dream that this happens. But like that's whatever I do in my life, I have to make others feel loved. Mm -hmm. You're good at that. Uh, are you ready for a life-changing idea? Let's change our lives. Forward thinkers don't copy, they don't compete, they create. Agree. But if they can't copy, does that mean there is nothing <laughs> yeah, new I under the sun? I didn't completely think about <laughs> think this out. I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's... Okay, how does this jive with there's nothing new under the sun? I guess that's the big question of the day. Because uh, think about Steve Jobs. He did he copy? Probably. Yeah, I mean, I think famously he copied what Windows had, but then on top of that, he created like no one had an iPhone before Steve Jobs. No one had an iPod before Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, you have to copy at some point. Who? What's another? Who's another person you think of as a forward thinker? Thomas Edison. Sure. Isaac Asimov. Who? He's a science fiction writer. <laughs> okay, so then that makes me think of today. They don't, especially they don't compete. Like the iPod didn't compete with anything because there wasn't really anything like that. Yeah. The iPhone didn't compete with anything. There were phones, but they couldn't do what the iPhone could do. What are you going to do that doesn't compete? Mm-hmm. What What is your idea that is so forward thinking, uh, that is so creative that it, there's no competition for it? I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I think, uh, I think, see, that's, to me, that's a life-changing idea. That's why I have it. I don't have answers. (laughs) I just have life-changing ideas. 